0: bam, 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 your
1: yourself.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. The woman who is hip-hop dancing across from me <laughs> is
1: Lisa Linky. Thank you. You're welcome for being Lisa Linky. I did the wrong sound for hip-hop. I did dance club, and I should have gone... Wait, are you ready for this? It might
0: not play on the microphone. already?
1: <laughs> I am terrible beatboxer. Or-
0: Hi, I'm Misty. You're welcome. I may or may not have been the beatboxer for my acapella group in
1: college. I the Bellatones. am simultaneously learning something that I did not expect <laughs> and also completely expected <laughs> at the same time.
0: Anyway, so this is the uh, Comedy Self-Help Podcast to make life suck less. Every week we read and review yes. a popular self-help book. Yeah. And we tell you what's great about it, what we think is not so great what about it. What sucks about it. What you should love and what, why
1: you shouldn't buy this book.
0: Yeah, what you should skip. And as, as an old therapist of mine would say... Let's not should all over ourselves. Thank you. Okay? But that's not this episode. Because
1: this is Tuesday. And what's Tuesday, The weekly beef.
0: And what sound does a weekly beef make?
1: (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) That was a really... Lisa looks very proud of herself. As we know, if you're a longtime loyal listener in LLL, you know that I recently, as of just this past, at the end of the year, learned how to hand fart. And it's going well. Listen, you know Malcolm
0: Gladwell's, yeah, concept of 10,000 hours? Mm-hmm. Which Lisa's he,
1: logging them. He incorrectly quoted the study, but that's okay. Ooh, enlighten us. Well- I've said it before. He, he quoted that it's ten thousand hours to become an expert. But really, the the study that he quoted was it's ten thousand hours of deliberate practice.
0: Yes, because you can't. I can't just like pick up a basketball and like throw it at a fence for ten thousand.
1: Like that's <laughs> well, not going to make me. If it was challenging practice, you would become an expert at throwing a basketball at a fence.
0: Right. But if I am deliberately going like, okay, what's my angle on my bend? Keep going. These are sports. <laughs> I wish you guys could see she's
1: in like a, a free throw pose, but her eyes got very wide before the word bend. And I, okay. she froze.
0: So I, all of my friends played basketball growing up yes. since they were tiny. Yes. And I felt left out. So eighth grade came around. And I was like, I should
1: probably try basketball. Oh. Yep. And, and you so, said, what's the angle on my bend? And they what, said, you're cut. They
0: said, first string, baby. <laughs> and I during my first basketball game ever, it was going okay. I was hanging in. We come back after <laughs> By halftime in, you mean, like
1: running after that. Yeah, 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 from, yeah, yeah. I it was like <laughs>
0: looking like I was participating and I was terrified. And of course everyone's watching it was my first basketball game ever. We come back after halftime and suddenly I see an opening and I grab the ball and I run down the court. I make this gorgeous layup and guess what? It was the wrong basket. I didn't know we switched baskets at halftime. So this is my experience with sports. And anytime anyone's like, so what's your sports team? I'm like, the cheese plate. I don't know. It was really upsetting. I love you. That's amazing. So
1: anyway. Anywho. Anyway,
0: this is the weekly beef. It's yeah. our time for supplemental material. Yeah. It's our time to shine. Oh, God. That puts a lot of pressure on me. It
1: does because you're quite dull. So to shine you up, <laughs> you're quite dull. What I just mean is like if people don't like this episode, that's okay. No, that no, that's perfectly fine, but what and I mean it is mean we're that not we don't shine.
0: Okay, Lisa's having some feelings. Slip that lacou. i <laughs> I can't. I can't. Our point is, it's not a full book review. There might be trivia, we might share an article with you, a thought-provoking question, listener emails we might. We might just Put in our 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. (laughs) Crying, deliberate crying. Yeah. Um, So, Lisa, oh, we also check in on homework from the books because, you know, we like to walk the walk here at Fairfax Village Studios. That's what I love.
1: I want you to know every time Missy says that, she's like very proud of herself. And I'm always like, I got to fucking do homework from this book. It's a nightmare. Listen, talking about self help is great. Actually, self helping is a whole other. I fucking hate it. But I did do homework from unfook yourself. Unfook yourself. Uh Get out of your head and into your life. Spectacularly. He
0: is a handsome Scott. Uh, Look, we don't want to objectify authors here, but if we hypothetically did,
1: which we shouldn't, Gary John Bishop's not bad to look at. No, no. Um, You gave me homework to speak in... um, like declarative assertiveness
0: yes yeah, so assertive self-affirmations as mm-hmm. opposed to narrative self like i will
1: is a narrative but like i am is yeah assertive. like i
0: will be a per i will get up every day at 7 a.m <laughs> yeah. it's different than i get, get up. up yeah yeah
1: it's really interesting because i just had a conversation with my manager we were talking about this um like this year and what's coming and I was feeling like, what, what do I need to be doing? And she was kind of like, you're already there. Like, you are you don't need to be doing anything. You are this kind of person who books this work. You are. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am. I am this kind of person. Ooh, but can I also get an audition? Um, you know, I was like, <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah, I am. I am at this level now. You are. And so that was just kind of nice timing that when she said that, I felt a different shift in my body. It was, like, less of, like, and more of, like, okay, yeah. Yeah. What's going to come is going to come. I'm just going to
0: keep doing what's working. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been from my seat It has been so exciting over the last couple years to watch you move up to this next level. Because this last year, it's like, hey, can you record this weekend? Can you record this weekend? And you're like, I have a costume fitting. (laughs) I'm shooting. I'm on set. I'm in my trailer. I'm at
1: this movie. 2019 was a fucking dumpster fire of a year for our country. Yes, it was. But professionally, it was great.
0: Yes. (laughs) And just like watching you work so hard. And it's that analogy of the bamboo. Right? Mm-hmm. You plant bamboo and it does absolutely nothing. Except it looks like it's doing pandas. nothing.
1: I do absolutely nothing. I just sit That's and it. feed pandas. That's it. But right, you plant bamboo and what is it? Five years or nine years? Certain types of bamboo don't grow uh, above ground. On the top, ground, yes. And then they shoot up overnight, it seems like. Right, so, so it but looks really like. really what they've been doing for those first four or five years while they quote unquote lay fallow is digging deep ass roots. Deep, deep roots. So that they can grow And then suddenly tall. and like. Uh, six months
0: they shoot up nine feet yeah, yeah, or something yeah. and uh, I love that analogy and it's been fun watching you become
1: bamboo. Thank you. I'm a panda.
0: Yes. So uh, so did you find yourself actively practicing the, the assertive self-affirmation
1: instead of the narrative? No. Just in that instance mm-hmm. I... Uh, as soon as that happened i was like that's my homework done um I'm done because you Checking know i fucking off the list. <laughs> hate self-help um but i did notice the shift that it made in my body and i wanted to talk about that
0: i love that even as you said it when you were reliving the story mm-hmm. you had this like i don't know your muscles relaxed oh, as you said it that was cool
1: self-help is a sham all Thanks right for doing that lace you're welcome i have some listener emails i'm so here first of all we owe an apology Oh my God, what did we do? What did we do wrong? <laughs> the one thing that we've ever done wrong. <laughs> Tell me. So, Gail Henrad, Henrard, Henrard, H E N R A R D, Henrard. That sounds like it. Gail's okay with us using their last name? Yeah, he just recommended us to read Atomic Habits and we didn't credit him when we finally read it.
0: Oh, Gail, thank you so much for that. And I also, I, a few friends also recommended it to I feel like it's just everybody. He he recommended it to us a
1: long time ago Oh, in April of 2019. Gail, you beat everybody. And he said, um, hi, Lisa and Misty. I am loving your podcast. What a Mm. great idea. I am a therapist. And while I read a fair amount of self-help books, your podcast has lightened my load considerably. So thank you for that. Oh, I
0: remember this email.
1: Yeah, he said he had a practical Patty book suggestion, which he thinks we both will like, but especially Lisa. (laughs) it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear one of your favorite authors gave it this review and then it was Mark Manson's um uh a review of that and keep up the great work and so gail we apologize that we did not credit you for um suggesting this book and we thank you and we loved that episode we hope you heard it love that episode love that book i've actually been listening to it in my spare time
0: between other self-help books because i like it so much yes
1: and um we have we do keep a, a list of books mm-hmm. and i'm um, uh, I have made notations on which are uh, reader suggestions on, our, love on our list. So we, yeah. we know that. You all have the best suggestions. You really do. Uh, so we have another one from Celia Owens. Oh. Um, and it says, hello, Lisa and Misty. First off, I adore both of you and I'm so glad you make this podcast. I've been listening ever since I heard Lisa be hilarious on Troubled Waters. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's another podcast uh, by the brilliant Dave Holmes. Second, I've been meaning to write you and tell you you're amazing, but I keep putting it off because all my letter ideas turned into novels, and as a Midwestern millennial with two jobs, ADHD, and a very interesting list of other excuses, I kept putting it off. You sound
0: awesome, Celia. I know. We like her
1: already. Finally, I'll give you a couple book recommendations. I'm halfway through your episode with Nikita Hamilton, awesome Uh. guest, and you mentioned not knowing about enough self-help books by people who are heteronormative, white, cisgender people. Yes. I know a couple books by great authors who are not those things. The Body is Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. I have
0: heard of this book and list. I
1: really want to read it. She says, This book is a body positive blessing about the power of radical self-love that I have read twice and I always find inspiring. <gasps> cool. It's a great audiobook, too. So you might enjoy <laughs> that. How to Be You by Jeffrey Marsh. She says, I have not read this personally, but it looks super cute, and the author is non-binary, is a non-binary internet personality. If you ever want a boost of wholesomeness, I recommend you look them up. And then More Than 2 by Eve Rickert and Franklin Vo. It's a guide to healthy polyamorous relationships. Ooh, I read yeah. this a few years ago when I dated a poly guy. He was a hot mess, but the book he recommended was great. <laughs> oh, look, you got to find the silver lining so in these many situations friends on um dating apps and all of the all a lot of the guys they they see are like non-monogamous. Yeah. And my friends have learned to ask immediately, does your partner know?
0: <gasps> oh, I guess. Cuz there's
1: a difference between non-monogamous and open.
0: But when it says, but when it says ethically non-monogamous, that to me implies that the partner knows. Yes. Yes. My friends still ask. That is a, wow. Mm -hmm. That blows my mind. I didn't think about that.
1: Um, Burnout by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. This Mm. book came out recently and she wrote us in, uh, July Um, and is written by twin sisters about the science of women and burnout and I just read it and it is the best highly recommend 12 out of 10 gold star
0: my I wasn't saying anything because my mouth was wide open
1: (laughs) she says okay that's all I can think of now damn even a short email ran long oh well I hope this helps you are both amazing and I'll write you again when I run out of interesting excuses for example I should be finishing my llama tote bag right now (laughs) oh my god Celia be our friend she says have a wonderful day ladies you're abundant fans Celia I
0: Love it. Do you know, a dear friend of mine recently recommended three other books okay. about open relationships okay. that I want to check out. Okay, One is called Opening Up. Okay. One is Sex Before Dawn. And it's all about how the agricultural revolution is what led to this idea of one partner for life. Hmm. And then the other one is, uh, I think it's called The Ethical Slut.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't like the title, but I'm interested. It might not, it might not be that. Hold on. I just, I want to reclaim slut as a word that's, there's a great video by a woman. Yeah, it's called The Ethical Slut. Who's like. I can, I'm a slut, you're a slut, everybody's a slut, there's nothing wrong with the word slut. I'm a slut for lunch, like, you know. I'm and, a slut for lunch. Yeah, and like, the word, we, ha- we have to take the negativity out of the well, word. we do.
0: Oh, and the other thing I'll say that blew my mind, so Gwyneth Paltrow has a new show on Netflix called Goop. I know. So Lisa's giving me a discerning look, and I agree, because I think Goop is a brand.
1: Wildly problematic. Also, the first couple episodes are ones that are science-centered, and medicine centered.
0: Oh, I've only seen two of the first three.
1: Yeah, and then the ones at the end are not science. Oh, and that's ri- really okay. So they front loaded their um. What's the word I'm looking for? Like authenticity or viability.
0: Oh, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but uh, and I I will say it here. I think the brand Goop is very problematic. I think it feels like I'm a cool girl, and you can't sit at my table unless you buy this ninety five dollar face serum. Is like. The feeling I get when I'm on the website. Um, but they have an episode, episode three, about female sexuality. And they they actually have, like, mapped a clitoris. Mm-hmm. And they show you what it actually looks like, the internal structure. It's huge. They show vulvas on screen mm-hmm. that are not... Um, Sexualized? Yes. And also, I guess it turns out that a ton, a lot of porn stars have their genitals um, surgically altered and bleached to be this, like, perfect pink color and to make sure their inner lips are not longer than their outer lips and all of these things. And watching that episode was so eye-opening because we there's just not enough research or funding for female sexuality. So talking about, like, reclaiming the word slut and, like, a- any time, any time a woman's coming into sexual power, it's completely stamped out historically. Yeah, you know we work really hard to make sure women are not um, empowered on their own sexually because it would mean
1: they're independent. I love. There's a great book I have on my nightstand, "Women in Power" by Mary Beard. Yeah, and I want to read about that. It's about that exactly. But, yeah. um I just don't. I don't. I don't want to be told that sticking a twelve hundred dollar jade crystal up my vagina is actually healthy for me. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But this episode was science-based, research-based yes, and had 100%. experts on it. So if you if you want to check out a really powerful mm-hmm. episode cuz like the one thing that really struck me about that and then I'll wrap this up is there was this study where um I guess a bunch of women went in and had their genitals photographed and then they were asked identify yours so five like 500 women 465 of them could not identify their own genitals also
1: our genitalia is predominantly it is but why do
0: why do we never take a look why do why are we not said hey it's great know what you look like put a mirror down there you know like the fact that we're just like I don't know, and I don't want to know, and I, you know, that's not something yeah, I a want to take the time to do. And, yeah. yeah, so, so anyway, your
1: period is something to be, you know, kept yeah. secret. Yes, and wear white. Yes, and play tennis. But purity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So I follow this fun account on Instagram called Talk About Your Period. So I like. <laughs> anyway, um, we will eventually, I'm sure, cover. Some books on polyamory or, yeah. or uh, non monogamous relationships. I'm really nervous because I don't know anything about it,
1: but I guess that's the point, right? Is yeah. we read and see and yeah. what people have to say. But I thought that was fascinating. Well, like the number of people in a polyamorous relationship, life is, is abundant. abundant.